So when you put out your nativity scene at your house this year, whether that was on a coffee table or it's on your mantle or under your tree, I hope that you put the wise men and the shepherds around the baby Jesus because he is the center of our life and our faith. But I also hope that you didn't forget Joseph, that you put Joseph even closer to the Christ child because he's earned his place there. Joseph, this oft-forgotten one, this one who is sometimes treated as if he is the doorman at the stable, this one who never has any lines in the Christmas pageant, actually has so much to teach us about the Christmas story, about life and faith, and most of all about the gift of grace. He's an ordinary guy, you know. Matthew tells us that. He's a regular man caught up in a mess that he didn't create. It's a terrible thing for him. I mean, it seems like there are no good choices, right? Because he knows he's got to divorce Mary. He has to divorce her. He can divorce her publicly or he can divorce her privately, but he has to divorce her because the religious law is clear. There's no wiggle room for Joseph, for a man like him, living in the midst of a highly conservative religious society. This is the worst kind of dilemma. Poor Joseph. Do you ever think that when you read this text? Poor Joseph. At some level, can't we identify with him? At one time or another in our lives, all of us find ourselves in these kinds of no-win situations, right? Where you feel like every choice available to you is a negative one. It's terrible. And I think it had to be terrible for him. I imagine that he spent an entire day pacing, wringing his hands, agonizing, trying to talk it out with himself before finally coming to a decision. He would divorce her quietly. And I imagine him hanging his head as he made that resolve and then crawling into bed. But all that being said, friends, it's obvious that Joseph doesn't keep to that resolve because he is in all the nativity scenes. So what happened? What happened? What was the secret sauce that turned Joseph from a man who was prepared to divorce Mary to one who was willing to stand beside her and claim the Christ child as his own? Well, in a word, grace. It's grace. In his sleeping state, Joseph allows an angel of the Lord to whisper a message of grace deep into his heart to suggest a solution beyond human reasoning. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because this, this baby that she will give birth to, well, this child is holy. This child is of the Holy Spirit and you will name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And then Joseph, this ordinary man, wakes up and chooses to believe the unbelievable. Rather than surveying the landscape and saying, you know what, this is not my mess, I don't want any part of this, and divorcing himself from it, running away, perhaps hoping that someday he can find someone else to share his life with, he stays. 
he chooses to see God's grace at work in the situation, and moreover, he chooses himself to be an agent of that grace. How incredible, friends, that our God would risk in that way, would risk by offering the gift of grace like that to a human being and then allowing them to choose. It's an incredible thing that God would do that, but God did. Because you see, Joseph really could choose. Make no mistake about it, he really, really could choose. He could choose to believe Mary and stand beside her and then everything would go forward. Or he could choose to say no and run away and then the entire enterprise grinds to a halt and Mary and the baby are on the streamer back to square one. Matthew says to us that it will take two of them to give birth to the Christ child. Mary to bring him into the world. And Joseph, you see, Joseph, well then he has to give the baby a name, a lineage, a connection back to the house of David from which the prophets say, the Messiah will come. How grateful we are that Joseph made the courageous and faithful choice, are we not? Nothing would have been the same otherwise. You know, many scholars say that Joseph was much older than Mary. Did you know that? They say that he was an old man when Jesus was born. He disappears from the Gospels after Jesus' baptism, and he's never heard from again. So there are many who believe then that that shores up the legend that Joseph was a, a very old man at Jesus' birth. Now, I don't know about you, but the Joseph in my nativity doesn't look like that. Actually, the Joseph in my nativity looks a little bit like a bearded Brad Pitt. <laughs> but in a lot of traditional religious art, Joseph is portrayed as a very elderly man. He's shown as balding with a long white beard, bent over his staff, looking kindly upon Mary and the baby as if he's an extra in the Christmas story. But friends, Joseph is not an extra. He is a major player who deserves to be front and center because he serves as an example for every single one of us who finds ourselves in a very tough position in life. You know, in the Roman Catholic tradition, Joseph is a saint, and he has a very interesting moniker. Joseph is the patron saint against doubt and hesitation. My friends, I know that life can be difficult. In fact, it is for all of us at one time or another. All of us find ourselves sometimes in these messes that we didn't create, in places in our lives where there only seem to be negative choices. How many of us have woken up one day and thought, this is not the life I ordered? And it's so tempting then to run away, to throw up our hands, to see only the negative choices that that seem to overwhelm us. But those are the times, friends, when we can look to Joseph, who is such a great example for us. 
and remember that we are given the choice, like him, to look and see God's grace at work, even in the most difficult times in our lives. And if we will do that, look for the grace, well then, like Joseph, we may also find ourselves being one who can be an agent of that grace in the world, one who can bear that gift of grace to others. Will you pray with me? Most loving God, we thank you for the gift of grace, for our lives are dependent upon it. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity each day, like Joseph, to look and to see the grace that is at work in our lives and in the world. Lord, help us to embrace it and to be agents of it. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.